What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty stores and Ulta.com. What a Day is brought to you by Athletic Greens, the all-in-one daily drink for better health and peak performance. So I really like Athletic Greens because it's super convenient. They come in little pouches that are already measured out for you to pour into your water bottle and get all of those great nutrients. Because look, your girl is not eating enough vegetables. I'm sorry, doctor. I am working on it. But hey, even with a balanced diet, it's really difficult to cover all of your nutritional bases. And that's where Athletic Greens will help. Their daily drink is like nutritional insurance for your body that's delivered straight to your door. All right, so whether you're looking to boost your energy levels, support your immune system, or address gut health, now's the perfect time to try Athletic Greens for yourself. Simply visit athleticgreens.com wad to claim my special offer today and receive free D3 slash K2 wellness bundle with your first purchase. This up to a one-year supply of vitamin D as added value when you try their delicious and comprehensive daily all-in-one drink. You'd be hard-pressed to find a more comprehensive nutritional bundle anywhere else. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash it's thursday september 10th i'm akila hughes and i'm Alyssa mastromonaco filling in for gideon resnick and this is what a day where we're also nominated for a nobel peace prize from the far right norwegian guy who nominated trump yeah it's hard to pin down that guy's preferences but i guess he loves this podcast you know we got lots of fans we, we're not responsible for them Alyssa, thank you so much for filling in today. For those of you who don't know, why don't you know? But Alyssa previously served as President Obama's White House Deputy Chief of Staff for Operations, is the co-host of one of our favorite podcasts, Hysteria, and is one of my favorite colleagues at Crooked. I love you. I stand. Welcome. You're never going to get rid of me. This seat feels so comfortable. I'm so at home. (laughs) Just dial in every time. Just dial in. I've got the number now. There you go. All right. Well, on today's show, we'll talk about the size and scope of the fires burning in the West, then some headlines. But first, the latest. Thank you for being brave. Oh, 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 yeah. Travel down the road back again. Hey, so we started from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Oh, yeah. This is my butt right here. Okay, that was incredible, and it was also the opening to Tuesday night's live Zoom reading of The Golden Girls, starring Alfre Woodard, Tracy Ellis Ross, Sinead Lathan, and Regina King in an all-black reboot. It was a charity event supporting the organization Color of Change, and there may be more to come. So, Alyssa, did you catch it? I did catch it. I did catch (laughs) it, and the women were extraordinary, but let me just say, Aaron Scott's reimagining of the theme song. Yes. It made me dance in my seat. It made me it dance beautiful. in my seat. Let me just say, Akila, thank you for being a friend. I wish <laughs> I wish we could reboot 2020. 
Yeah, uh, honestly, 100% same. Well, uh, other news. So yesterday, the Washington Post and CNN published details from journalist Bob Woodward's upcoming book. It's called Rage, which is based in part on a series of interviews Woodward did with Trump earlier this year. In those interviews, Trump admitted that the coronavirus was, quote, deadly stuff all the way back in early February. And in a March interview, he admitted that he deliberately downplayed the threat of the virus. Here's a few clips from those interviews. You just breathe the air. That's how it's... uh past. And so that's a very tricky one. That's a very delicate one. Uh, it's also more deadly than your, you know, your even your strenuous flus. Now it's turning out it's not just old people, Bob. Just today and, and yesterday, some startling facts came out. It's not just old, older yeah, exactly. young people to plenty of young people. Well, I think, Bob, really, to be honest with you, sure, I want you to I be. wanted to uh, I wanted to always play it down. I still like playing it down. Yes, sir. Because I don't want to create a panic. I think Rage is a good title for the book because I am livid. I was shaking. Yes, it's too much. All right. Well, now that's what Trump was saying in private. Uh, His definition of private is calling up a journalist to talk on the record 18 different times. But in public, at the same time, he was suggesting that the virus was no worse than the seasonal flu, that the media and Democrats were exaggerating the danger and that the U.S. had it under control. So here's a montage of Trump's public statements from February and March, courtesy of The Washington Post. Now, the virus that we're talking about having to do, you know, a lot of people think that goes away in April with the heat. I think that's a problem that's going to go away. When you have 15 people and the 15 within a couple of days is going to be down to close to zero, it's going to disappear. One day it's like a miracle. It will disappear. You have to be calm. It'll go away. It will go away. Just stay calm. It's going to go away. It's going to go away. It will go away. You know it. You know it is going away. It didn't. It definitely did not go away. Also, by the way, CDC guidelines say that during a pandemic, leaders should not, quote, overpromise or foster unrealistic expectations. So, you know, another A plus for Trump. All right, Alyssa, there are a bunch of other revelations from the book, but let's just start with this one. What's your reaction? I mean, Akila, just because it's not shocking doesn't mean it isn't disturbing, right? Yeah. Do you think These are actual lives that we're talking about just because he could fix a storm with a Sharpie, which also didn't work. Um, (laughs) These aren't stick figures he's drawing with a Sharpie. I mean, could you imagine any other context if he were the CEO of a business misrepresenting the truth or, I don't know, a cattle rancher hiding a potential E. coli outbreak? Seems like it would be a problem. Yeah. I mean, like I, in my mind, I'm thinking about cigarettes. I'm like, if cigarettes killed you in two weeks and the person was like, no, it's fine. Breathe them in, go outside with your friends and breathe them. It'll go away in a few weeks. Like, uh, we would all be up in arms. Like you just don't get away with something like that. Well, let's talk about how the administration is trying to respond to this. So yesterday, White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany, who I remember said she would never lie to the press, said, quote, the president never downplayed the virus. But three hours later, Trump contradicted her, saying he did downplay it because he's, quote, a cheerleader for the country and didn't want to frighten people. Alyssa, please just help me understand. I mean, I'll say this. She is unflappable. Like a tank, she knows only one direction, and that is forward. It's true. I mean, look, the secondary response was to try to distract us by announcing a list of potential SCOTUS judges. God help Mm. us. God protect RBG, actually. Most of these judges uh, were from battleground states, mostly who hate women's bodies, that Trump would nominate if given a second term. Mm. On the list, Senators Ted Cruz... Tom Cotton, and Josh Hawley. 
Minutes later, Cotton tweeted, it's time for Roe v. Wade to go, which basically was the least surprising thing that happened yesterday. Also, Trump campaign released monthly fundraising numbers. His number, $210 million in August, big by historical standards, but $150 million less than Biden's August haul. You know, I love that. I'm actually very happy that he made less money. But also, what the fuck? Like, no one wants to hear about Ted Cruz. And I guess that's the thing. It's like, you know, what helps bad news go down? More bad news, I guess. Like, don't look over there. Like, they'll just give you a shot in one arm to distract you from the one in the other. I don't really know. All this time, we've wondered what Ted Cruz is, what the price of Ted Cruz's support (laughs) since Trump accused his father of killing JFK. Now we know. (laughs) It was there the Supreme yeah, Court, just, so. A lifetime appointment. Oh, well, last part of the story before we move on. There was other news in the book, according to Woodward's reporting. So Trump's former defense secretary, Jim Mattis, said the president was, quote, dangerous and unfit. I'm not surprised by this. And the NSA and CIA have evidence Russia placed malware in the election registration systems of at least two Florida counties that could have erased voter names from the rolls. But thankfully, the malware wasn't activated. Alyssa, was there anything else that stood out to you? I mean, I have to say, I think my big takeaway is that there is little bravery in talking to Bob Woodward and only Bob Woodward uh, when the health and safety of Americans is at stake. Mattis and former director for national intelligence Dan Coats discussed whether they should speak out against Trump publicly. I guess we are all supposed to be glad they talked about it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, like in hindsight, someone knew. So that was good. (laughs) Cool. And like as two women who want their books to sell, I get having a launch strategy, but this is critical information the American people deserved many, many months ago. That's exactly right. And you know what? This entire administration has been just super into writing books that could have helped us if we heard it in the first place. But let's just move on to another story outside of D.C., Wildfires are continuing to burn in California, Oregon, Washington State, and elsewhere across the West, fueled by strong winds and recent heat waves. Right. Tens of thousands of people have been evacuated, are evacuating, and even more are awaiting potential evacuation orders that could come as the fires spread. It's a rapidly changing situation with some terrifying accounts. For example, there was a story earlier this week about people in Northern California uh, who were trapped by the Creek Fire being told to shelter in place. But they were also told to be ready to jump into the water from a nearby reservoir if necessary. Akila, I've been watching this all from New York, feeling pretty worried. I mean, did you see those pictures from people in the Bay Area of the orange smoke-filled sky? Yeah, I've honestly never seen anything more apocalyptic, I don't think. It's just, I mean, how is that what the world looks like? But in Donald Trump's America, the sky is orange. Uh, But, you know, in all seriousness, the smoke is a huge air quality issue for residents, but also it makes it harder for firefighters to do their jobs, and it's unsafe for pilots to fly to survey the fires. And just to put some numbers to it, in California, more than 2.5 million acres have burned so far this year, which is 20 times the acreage that burned at this point last year. In Oregon, local officials are estimating that over a thousand homes were lost when fires burned through two small towns earlier this week. There are reports that two people have died, but authorities are still assessing and working through rescue operations. In Washington, where the fires are the worst they've seen in over a decade, a one-year-old died after his family evacuated a fire and were found on the banks of the Columbia River yesterday morning. Big picture, the number of fires at one time, the size of them, how fast they are spreading, none of that's normal. And... Akila, this is very much linked to climate change, according to experts, mm-hmm. and anyone who believes in science. But yep. people are also spreading these fires, right? 
Yeah. And, you know, climate change really does just set up the conditions. So high temperatures dry out the land. That makes really good fuel for fires. And the West has been experiencing major heat waves, but it doesn't take record high temps to have an effect. One study found that since the early 1970s, an increase of just 2.5 degrees Fahrenheit very likely caused more than an eightfold increase in yearly summer forest fires in California. But to your point about people starting these, that's true. So experts say more often than not, people are igniting them, like that gender reveal party that set off a fire in Southern California a few days ago, which again, if I if I was having a kid and the whole forest burned down, I'd probably be like, mm, what's coming out of me? Like, let me have some doctor's appointments to see what's up. <laughs> But, you know, it's climate change that allows these fires to rage bigger than ever. So we're going to keep tracking this. If you want to help out, we'll put some links to places to donate in our show notes. Otherwise, please stay safe. And that's the latest. Thursday Wad Squad, and for today's Tim Check, we're talking about a comic book released yesterday by Christian Cooper. He's the Central Park bird watcher who was threatened by a white woman back in May when he told her to put her dog on a leash. Before that, he was also a comic book writer who worked at Marvel. Cooper's new book is called It's a Bird, and it's about a black teen bird watcher who has an experience similar to Cooper's, while also reflecting on the lives of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd. It's free online, it's worth reading, there's a link in our show notes. So, Alyssa, on the subject of comic books... What is your ideal superpower? If I had to pick an ideal superpower, I think it would be I would like to fly, but I'd also like the power to never get hot because oh, yeah. I don't function at high temperatures. <laughs> and and so if I could be a cool flying superhero, I really think I'd be unstoppable. What about you? I love that. I mean, uh, just, you know, to your point, I think that like regulating your own body temperature is something that I very aware of being a problem. <laughs> I'm consistently turning on a fan and turning one off. So, you know, I, I actually think it's a really great one. It's better than mine. If I had to choose a superpower, I would probably, um, I would want to read people's minds, not mm. for like blackmail purposes, but I'm like, I wonder what that person's thinking when this insane thing is happening. And especially now when like, you can tell that we're all just you know, going through the motions of life. Uh, and lots of people are on TV trying to defend nonsense. I just want to hear what's really in there. I just want to know. I'm worried if I could read minds, I'd find out my cats don't love me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they would be like, she's actually our queen. And if she knows that, if we show even a little deference, you know, the power dynamic's going to end here. What a spring it would put in my step. Oh my goodness. Well, just like that, we checked our temps. Everybody stay safe. We hope you turn into superheroes and we will check in with you all again tomorrow. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, <laughs> everyone's getting flowers. <laughs> Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, books, promo code WAD.
What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S., with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash WAD today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash WAD. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. The largest refugee camp in Europe was almost completely destroyed by massive fires on Tuesday night. Moria, a refugee encampment on the Greek island of Lesbos, was home to over 12,000 people who hoped to eventually reach northern Europe. Advocacy groups described the encampment as a humanitarian disaster even before the fires, citing overcrowding and terrible living conditions. Officials say the fires were started Tuesday night by a group of camp residents who were angry they were forced to quarantine after 35 people tested positive for COVID-19. A researcher at Human Rights Watch blamed the EU and the Greek government for not working to improve conditions inside of Moria, which might have prevented this from happening. Now thousands of people are left without homes. For their part, the European Commission pledged yesterday to help relocate over 400 unaccompanied minors from the camp. Two-time South African Olympic track champion Castor Semenya lost her appeal on Tuesday to compete in the 800-meter race at the Tokyo Olympics. The news came two years after the World Athletics Organization passed regulations that would have required Semenya to take drugs to lower her testosterone levels to compete in certain women's events. Semenya's testosterone is naturally elevated as the result of a rare genetic condition. Critics have called the World Athletics regulations discriminatory and said they were based on inadequate science. The World Medical Association also pointed out the potential harm of requiring athletes to take hormone therapy they do not need. In a statement, Semenya said, quote, I am very disappointed by this ruling, but refuse to let World Athletics drug me or stop me from being who I am. If you want to learn more about Semenya, Crooked's Hall of Shame podcast did a great episode on her called I Am a Woman and I Am Fast. 
Trump managed to secure the best lawyers money can buy. The lawyers are the government and the person buying them is actually taxpayers. Um, The Department of Justice moved on Tuesday to replace Trump's private legal team in a defamation case brought by author E. Jean Carroll, who alleges Trump raped her in the 1990s. Trump denied Carroll's claims in 2019, saying she was lying and that she was not his, quote, type, which is what led to the defamation suit. To move Trump's case, DOJ lawyers argued that his denials were part of his duties as the president. The switch could lead to the case's dismissal because if the defendant is the U.S. government instead of Trump, it'll be eligible for broad protections that individuals don't receive. Attorney General Bill Barr defended the move yesterday, suggesting that the extreme negative reaction it's gotten is the result of our, quote, bizarre political environment. Yes, it is bizarre that a guy who's been accused of sexual assault by at least 25 women is our president. Also bizarre that he can just tap out and say, nah, I'm good when he faces another accusation. The switch still needs approval from the courts, which legal scholars say it's likely to get. Moving down the list of federal agencies that do the opposite of what their name is now, Hmm. the Department of Homeland Security got hit with a whistleblower complaint yesterday by an official who says he had to alter his reports to better fit with Trump's political messaging. Mm. Of course he did. Brian Murphy was allegedly directed by acting DHS Secretary Chad Wolf and second-in-command Ken Cuccinelli, both Trump appointees, to downplay the threat of white supremacy and play up the threat of leftist movements like Antifa. Murphy also claims Wolf told him to stop compiling intelligence reports on Russia, which is actively helping Trump in the election, and focus on interference from China and Iran, which are not. They're truly stretching the definition of intelligence at this point. Following the news, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff, said if Murphy's claims are true, DHS has, quote, put our nation and its security at grave risk. And those are the headlines. Quick announcement before we go. This week, Hysteria, the lovely podcast hosted by Alyssa Mastromonaco and Aaron Ryan, has on Academy Award-winning actress and activist Jane Fonda. We talked to Jane and the executive director of Greenpeace, Annie Leonard, about protesting for action on climate change at the White House and the urgency needed to literally save the planet. I cannot wait to listen. And by the way, if you haven't already, subscribe to Hysteria wherever you get your podcasts. That's all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, give us a superpower and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just unbiased intelligence reports like me, What a Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Akila Hughes. I'm Alyssa Mastromonaco. And, and wish, wish us luck, luck with, with our, our Nobel, Nobel Peace, Peace Prize. Prize. I can't wait. <laughs> We're going to get it. Winners. <laughs> What a Day is a Crooked Media production. It's recorded and mixed by Charlotte Landis. Sonia Tun is our assistant producer. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our senior producer is Katie Long. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. As a chef and a restaurant owner, I'm as meticulous about my cookware as I am about my ingredients. That's why I love Made in Cookware. Each pan they make isn't just designed to perform, it's crafted to last. As a mom, I love that I can trust Made in. It's made from the world's finest materials, so I can feel good about what I'm feeding my family. I'm Chef Brooke Williamson, and I use Made in Cookware.
I'm Jessica Reeves, and I've been analyzing and reporting on extremism for the last 10 years, and I have the gray hair to prove it. Subscribe to our podcast, Extremely, for an always eye-opening look inside the daily work of exposing, fighting, and disrupting all facets of extremism. My co-host, Oren Siegel, and I explore this ever-changing landscape and bring you stories of people and places impacted by extremism, those who fight to protect our communities, and those who offer new perspectives. You can find Extremely wherever you listen to podcasts.